0: This is Carrie with the God Has His Podcast, where we lean on God for understanding, direction, and encouragement. I have a friend who I haven't talked to in years. Within the last six months, she would come into my thoughts, and I would think, I need to give her a call, check in, see what's going on in her life. But I never did. So you can imagine my shock when I saw her name in the obituaries. I couldn't believe it. I thought the recollections were just memories, but the fact was she had been diagnosed with cancer within the past year. I believe this was a nudge from God for me to connect and encourage her during her difficult days. I've been very, very sad over her passing, but even more disappointed in not recognizing God's push to call her. As I've chastised myself over this, I have looked back on my last few months. My time with God has been lacking, and I've allowed the distractions of life to overtake my thoughts and especially my actions. What about you? Do you get easily distracted? When God communicates with us, I think of it like a radio system. The antenna is used to retrieve airwaves, and then they are transmitted to create sound. Well, God will speak to us in various ways with the hope we will put our spiritual antenna up so we will hear His voice and act. If we don't have our antennas up, we will not receive the messages God is trying to send our way. Okay, so you might ask yourself, I mean, how does God do this? Or question His desire to communicate and instruct us. We understand this clearer in Romans 12 too. And that scripture says, do not conform to the ways of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. This tells us that God's desire is to speak to us through our minds so that we will know his will and we will know his direction what keeps us from hearing those requests? Well, the scripture says, don't conform to the ways of this world, which means to not fall into the trap of all the wants and desires infiltrated around us. They cause us to become distracted, and then we can't hear God's voice. I like to refer to these distractions as the static in the airwaves. I have a friend from Italy. She lived here for a few years, and She said that the influences on the television and magazines and billboards, they were so powerful. While living in Italy, she had a really simple life. But here in the United States, her list of wants escalated. She said she didn't need a new car, but all the car advertisements were drawing her in to wanting a new car. She wasn't hungry, but she saw that sizzling hamburger on a commercial. And guess what? She could not stop thinking about that burger. Can you relate? The influences in our culture are so manipulative. They will distract us if we are not in tune to their power. This is the static. It causes our minds, our thoughts, to focus on something other than God. And that is where I found myself the last few months. Caught up in my wants, my desires, my feelings, and they were obstructing the airwaves. I hadn't given God the time He needed to give me clarity on how to respond to my friend. When the static is gone, God has the opportunity to transform us through the renewing of our mind, which means it's rejuvenated. I mean, God will clean our minds and allow those old thoughts and patterns to wash away. And that is when we will know His will, His good, pleasing, and perfect will, as the scripture says. One of my favorite stories is when Bible study teacher Beth Moore shares a time when God asked her to step out of her comfort zone. As she was waiting for her flight, An elderly man in a wheelchair arrived close to her gate. His fingernails were clean, but longer than usual, and his hair was a bit of a mess. Having her spiritual antenna up, she heard God ask her to comb the gentleman's hair, and she argued. She said, God, there is no way I am going to get up in the middle of this airport and comb a man's hair that I don't even know. Please do not make me do this. But she did it. She was obedient. Even though it was an odd request, the gentleman agreed. She combed all the tangles out and smoothed his hair with a nice part on the side. And then she got on her knees and looked in his eyes and asked him if he knew Jesus. He said, yes, I do. I've known him since I married my bride. She wouldn't marry me until I got to know the Savior. You see, the problem is... I haven't seen my bride in months. I had open-heart surgery, and she's been too ill to come see me. I was sitting here, thinking to myself, what a mess I must be for my bride. The time came to board, and they were not on the same plane. A few minutes later, the airline hostess returned from the corridor, tears streaming down her cheeks. She said, That old man's sitting on the plane, sobbing what made you do that? Beth's reply was, do you know Jesus? He can be the bossiest thing. Knowing daily the direction and will God has for us means we keep our spiritual antennas up. We are in tune to the power of the wants and the desires of this world. We have quiet time with God. We read the Bible. We pray. We listen to worship music. When these activities aren't present, we will easily fall into the rat race of life and find those communication lines develop static, and we can't discern our direction or God's will. So, if you continuously have a person or a message on your mind, slow down and ask God to reveal to you what you are to do. Or just call the person. They might just need to hear your voice of encouragement. Today's scripture references are found in the show notes. If you enjoyed this podcast, please click the subscribe button and give us a rating. Remember, sharing this podcast is a great way to encourage a friend.